Party people, welcome to 5.9 Gaming and it's time again for the Dokkan Battle Podcast. Today's episode is number 16 and of course I'm accompanied by lovely guests again. Say hello to UK's global super battle road king, the Mass Ningen. Yo, how's it going everybody? He got kicked out of the international tournament of power <laughs> but not out of our podcast. Please welcome <laughs> back, Gail Riot. <laughs> I mean, it's the only good thing I'm good for on Dokkan, so me as well. <laughs> <laughs> I can chatter a lot. That's about it. <laughs> yeah, welcome back, man. Have to glad to have you back on here. <laughs> of course, the international family guy himself from Japan is here. Ohayo Gozaimas, Talon. Ohayo Gozaimas, Minasan. As Tsunrami always states, this man needs no further introduction. Say hello to the homie Goresh. What's going on, guys? And I'm sorry to say Talon, but Stream Elements is banned. Fucking a, dude. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you're lying because I know Truth probably got you in on that. Why? Why am I involved in this? What are you talking about? It's you, Truth. It's always you. Always it's me. Always you. <laughs> always you. Oh no no. All right, and last but not least, and by the way, the... I know you're lying. So <laughs> you checked. Don't lie. You checked. And literally the chat in front of me, so yeah, technically I did check, but that's all I had to do. Okay, so yeah, and last but not least, the LR Super Battle Road God is gracing our humble podcast again. Welcome to Truth. Hello, hello, I'm here. Yeah, my name is Sunblade, and I will be the MC for today's podcast again called A Stone in the Wind. If you guys are new to the 5.9 network, make sure to check out our link tree. Through that, you will be able to find all of our social media presences, our Discord server, and our website. Make sure to check that all out. And before we actually jump in, make sure to check out our Dokkan Battle tier list series. Goresh, Truth, and me kicked things off with the summonable LRs that came out in 2020. So make sure to check out that video since we get this request on a daily basis, basically. So, um, yeah. With that said, let's start with today's podcast. And yeah, the topic number one are the refunds for the global version of Dokkan Battle. And yeah, if you summoned on the New Year's step-up banner, you got the stones back from Akatsuki. And uh, yeah, the question is, is the 300 stone meme finally dead? Yeah. <laughs> Ingen, you'll play on global, so go ahead. We can only hope. Because <laughs> it's one of those things that's been going on for the longest time. And like a lot of memes, I guess it was born from most people not even really knowing the situation. But hopefully now, this uh, with this being the first time that something like this has happened on Global, hopefully, uh, hopefully now it can finally be gone forever. <laughs> yeah, you there's actually one. Yep, go ahead. I was well, say, I, you, know, I, you know why it won't be gone forever? Because we're talking about it every week. <laughs> yeah, well, true. not I won't say only that, but also because the technically the issue that JP got the 300 stones for isn't the same issue we had on global. Our our situation is more similar to the rose banner. Yeah, and the 300 stone thing was with Kefla's banner, and that's a different issue entirely. So people are still gonna harp on about it as well because of that, or they'll say, oh, it's a different situation. We should still get 300 stones. Yada yada yada. Probably is my best guess. Yeah, any thoughts uh, um, from the JP guys right here, Talon or Truth? No, I think that meme will never die. It's too old. 
So. <laughs> the only way, literally, the only way that meme could actually die is if all of a sudden Global just got random 300 stones in this box. And it's just like, and, and, and no, and, you know, actually, this is how it would do. Akatsuki would literally just say, Global, shut up already. Here's the 300 stone meme dead. Kill it already. There you go. That's how you kill it. <laughs> they they would acknowledge it because they would know about it because of whatever spies and everything. <laughs> Everyone would just have the. It would have been cool if they would have given out uh, 299 stones. I don't know. That would have been great. Oh, God. Yeah, Global Shaft. Everyone would be. <laughs> no, they should just give everyone 300 stones, and then the description like on the thing in your gift box would just be like, could you guys please stop now? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the question is, did Akatsuki handle everything correctly? Because uh, as far as I'm aware, they didn't reset the steps, right? Mm. No, they didn't. So, yeah, That's I, the one I, thing I, they I... really should have done. Yeah. I mean, to counter that, from a business standpoint, I can see why they did it because the more people summon did. on this, for the more people summon on this banner, the less incentive people have to summon on other banners that may feature the same units. Um, so I can see why they did it, and I mean, they've already given people out, you know, free units effectively because they've refunded all the stones. So. Going that extra mile would have just hurt them even more, arguably. So I can see why they didn't do it. Should they have done it? That's a different point altogether, in my opinion. Mm. Yeah, I can see arguments on for both sides. But obviously, if you if you did the rotations, like you said, you got all of your stones back and kept all of those units. So the steps not resetting is not really an issue. Because if you wanted to do them, you already did them. Um, right, and, you just and come on, the, the amount of people that device. would have actually pulled the god Goku, which is the whole reason this thing came up in the yeah. first place, is yeah. minuscule compared to, to that. Yeah. I mean, you got all your stones back, so I mean, I think you have to be that rare person. I know some people who did, but you have to be that rare person who pulled the tech Super Saiyan 3 LR Goku, um, and who was supposed to be LR UI Goku, yeah, if you right, yeah, if you I do know people who did that, but four. yeah. yeah. I mean, if you if you are one of those people, sorry to say, you're just that unlucky. <laughs> I think for me, when it comes down to if they should have reset the steps or not, mm -hmm. I wanted them to do that just so that they could like do a complete reset on everything that happened, right? That's yeah. the way I see it. Mm -hmm. And uh, really, it's their fault that this happened in the first place, so I don't really see a problem in them doing that because it's their... They, they have to correct the issue. Yeah. So I think... You know, I understand the argument for them not doing it because technically you have the same chance of pulling the LRUI Goku on the banner post step ups as you do during slots one through nine of every step. Mm. But it's just the 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 concept of them just doing a complete reset on the banner that I think would have made more sense if they just reset the whole thing. Yeah, so now that you they they actually messed up, right? They made a mistake with the unit on the banner. There's no reason they couldn't have just done refunds and then reset it. Boom. So now that you guys got your stones back, what have you done with them? Did you go back in? I assume not. Um, did you invest the stones on the current Dokkan Festival banner, or are you saving? So, yeah. Uh, so I I did one rotation. Like I, it was one of those things. Obviously, hindsight's twenty twenty. I wish I'd done all three rotations just so I could have got some free units. But the uh, the banner wasn't that great for me. But obviously, once you know people started speculating about what was going to happen and i decided i could on the off chance nothing happened I, I could spare 200 stones so i did one rotation um so obviously i got those back didn't really get anything good from that rotation but um yeah i put those stones basically straight back into the freezer banner and 
yeah, didn't get anything from them. So <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, me personally, I didn't summon on the banner, so I didn't get any stones back. But for most players, if you went through the steps and then you got your stones refunded, so six hundred in total, right? Mm -hmm. uh, I would recommend either one of two options: use them on the Frieza banner because that banner is very, very good, or um, you could save them for something yeah. else coming up that we don't know about yet. Because right now, when you consider the timeline that Global has, nothing really super hype is coming out until July, yeah. right? Um, but I, I would be hard pressed mm -hmm. if they didn't release um, some kind of Global first in between now and then. But I think the safest option is to save for the anniversary, but I know most people can't, or it's not fun to do that. So someone from the yeah. banner, I think is a good option, or you can just save for whatever is coming. Yeah, the set, I think a lot of people are in that sort of saving mindset. It's really good, because obviously if you did, if you if you did summon, you got them all back. It's the perfect opportunity to just now save them for something else, because there's, uh, I know a lot of people, I've seen comments, a lot of people are hyped for units like the Super Saiyan 4 Gogeta, and uh, yeah. obviously LR Thales or Jiren. Um, so just, yeah, having... is a good option, but the thing is, I don't think his banner is nearly as good. Yeah, his, as his banner is oh, not his great. Yeah. Banner is garbage. <laughs> but people you want him. Do you want to get so... spooked by Tech SSG for Gogeta, though? <laughs> oh, yeah, you know, we just want, you know, I'm sure everybody wants another 10 copies of him, yeah. Hey, he's a free copy for the Int one, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm but yeah, so I think right. saving them is probably the best idea. But... Yeah. I'm personally also saving my stones. I only managed to do one rotation. I was off the at that time. I I was going in with zero expectations of a refund. Honestly, I wasn't. I mean, the obvious situation was gonna be that we were gonna get a refund, but I just wasn't sure. So I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna do my. I did my one rotation. The moment it dropped, stopped, and then obviously got my stones back. But yeah, even I'm saving yeah. up right now. There's no reason for summoning i'm probably throw a multi on frieza later tomorrow or something i don't know but not really gonna worry about spending it all right now on the current banners yeah that's yeah. the thing it was hard to tell like at the time what was going to happen because this has never happened on global yeah. before and obviously you didn't want to be <laughs> you didn't want to be in that situation where you were like oh yeah we probably are going to get a refund so let's drop 600 stones and then they give you like they give everyone like 50 stones compensation or something so it's uh i wish i'd done them all but hey there mm. you go and so 2020 like you said <laughs> all right so uh yeah we are done with the first topic the refunds uh on global so yeah let's move on to the current dokan festival on global angel golden freezer goresh what are your thoughts is um, he the new best TR? I do think so on global for now. Um, it's tough between him and Gogeta. I think Gogeta probably is better than Frieza overall. Um, Super Saiyan 4 Gogeta. But I think for now on global, I do have him as the best TR if you were going to like hold a gun to my head and ask me. But mm. yeah, he does like everything. Like he, he dodges, he seals, he lowers attack, like he stacks defense can transform if you don't care about any of that stuff he can stun it's like great chance for one turn can defend really well leader skills like one of the best leader skills in the game categories are great he has shocking speed which you didn't even need to have to be good so i mean it's just you know i, I can keep going on like it's just endless good things about this frieza um, there, there's not like one part of his kit where you're like oh yeah like he's re they really shafted him here or they really shafted him yeah. there um, so I feel like that's a good 
um, you know, representative of how like versatile he is as a unit. Again, I mentioned this last week. I, when I first saw his kit and I saw his post-transform uh, passive, I was like, oh, that's not that interesting. But the whole reason why I really like this unit a lot is the fact that you can have a choice of when you want to transform without you being restricted in any way at all. Um, so again, it determines on what it, it depends on what event you're going up against. If you're going up against a longer event like Infinite Dragon History or Legendary Goku event, you can just choose not to transform and just stack your defense. Mm. Yeah. If you're going against Legend uh, Super Battle Road, uh, maybe you stay in base for one turn, and then the second turn you transform, and then at that point you're taking no damage. You're stu you're stunning. You're doing like five million plus attack stats. It's it's you know. <laughs> It's an interesting, uh, interesting concept yeah. for a unit. Well, so one of the things that I think is really good. So obviously, we we talked about him a little bit last week because we we sort of knew what he could do. We've seen, you know, even before um, he comes to global. Obviously, we've seen like the rainbow showcases and stuff. He's one of those units, um, and there's been a couple over the last year, I guess, um, where because I haven't gone super deep on his banner, I did get the one copy of him, and um, even at fifty five percent, like he's ridiculously good. Um, like obviously everything you said is spot on like everything about his kit how versatile he is and all that stuff but the fact that he's still like really really good even with no dupes is like super super impressive um and one of the things that i think is really good which it's one of those things where it's like it almost seems obvious but sometimes you don't notice it until you play with it yourself but one of the things i actually really like about him is the different options you can get with his team building because you can transform him turn one you don't need to bring like you know some teams we've talked about where like the leader being off rotation isn't necessarily good so you have to kind of build both rotations around him well freezer he obviously doesn't offer any support or anything like that if he's a third slot floating unit but if you wanted to build his team and have one rotation just be whatever you know random units that are on his category you can run the other rotation with your one and the friend one and just transform one of them straight away and then they're their perfect link partner for each other and then that's actually a really solid rotation and you can activate that on turn one so that's another thing that's really really good about him so um yeah true obviously you have this unit rainbowed would you say that he is a must summon on global right now man it, it's it's tough because normally for me how incredible the unit is how amazing the unit is blah 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 you go on and on that's not enough to summon it also matters like how good all the featured units are on the banner and like like you look at how good this freeze is and then you also look at all the insane units on his banner it's like i would say it's quite fortunate for a lot of global players that when this like sort of whole UI Goku thing happens with the refunds, there is an amazing banner to then mm. funnel these stones into. Cause I know most of these dudes out here that listen, y'all aren't fooling me. Y'all cannot hold on to these stones to save your life. <laughs> so at least you had a really good option to put them in, in this Frieza yeah. banner. Cause it's really tough to summon on this Frieza banner with, you know, four or five plus multis and not pull something good. You'd have to be really unlucky. Yeah, One question I have um, is, what do you guys think about the change-up where they put Kefla over Beerus? I don't uh... really think it, it matters too much. I mean, Beerus is definitely a bit better than Kefla, but it's still like Beerus has already returned on Global, whereas Kefla has not. Yeah, so it's like, that, I, that, I, yeah. I don't... I don't think it really decreases the value, the banner value, even though Beerus is a bit better. 
if that makes yeah. sense. I think Beerus is way better, but I think the fact that Keffel has come back way less than Beerus makes the banner probably better than. Yeah, I was gonna again. say because it's her first time back, isn't it? So besides the step up, yeah. <laughs> wow, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's it. Does even like you said, even though she's not as good as Beerus, there would obviously potentially be people out there who maybe got their one copy of Beerus if they don't summon like so super crazy, but didn't get Kefler. So wait a minute. So we're saying JP Shaft yet again? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what we're saying. Truth knows what's up. <laughs> okay, so let's move on to the new Dokkan Awakenings for Angel, Cell, and Frieza. And yeah, hey, I mean, of JP Shaft. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say JP Shaft yet again. Yeah, because they're better oh, yeah. on mobile. Oh, yeah. So, very slightly, though. Very slightly. Very slightly. So, obviously, the cell doesn't really, like, the difference is incredibly marginal. It's like he gets, what is it, lowest? It's just lowest defense. It's not even. He's 0.5% like, better. Yeah, exactly. Whereas yeah. the freezer, even though his chance to stun isn't super high, obviously, for things like Super Battle Road, like, any chance to stun could potentially be super useful. Like, for someone who maybe it's you're one of those people out there who still. Is struggling with extreme tech like those random stuns occasionally going off could be what helps you to beat that run for the first time so um the freezer is definitely significantly better um but then on the flip side the weird thing about their team building is obviously they both have that part of their passive where you get like an extra effect if you have a full other world warriors team but then the freezer is shares the same name as the new freezer so it makes the yep build for that team a little bit weird you have to run like a goku lead and then maybe bring like a freezer friend if you want to bring that tech freezer on a full other world warriors team and he out of between him and the cell he's the one that probably suffers the most from losing that because attacks effective against all types on the cell is obviously quite useful but the freezer gets like 40 percent damage reduction which in for some of the harder modes would obviously be a really really useful ability for him to have but it's it's quite restricted in the teams where he can get it but obviously they're both pretty solid units um they're infinite stackers so obviously they don't look super impressive on like turn one and two but in longer events they obviously hold their own pretty well and and cell has big bad bosses which is obviously nice with the link level update any unit that has that link is significantly improved now so they are both solid but not obviously like amazing units but yeah they're both pretty good the question i have is why even bother making them different at all if they're not even going to be like significantly different like single <laughs> goku black was yeah. i would argue significantly different on global mm. and so it makes sense that they kept him that way but for these units like lowering defense like okay thanks like is that why would you even <laughs> keep that the same you mean global? you mean you don't like lowering defense the best effect in the entire game yeah I mean, like, again, why would they even bother making them different than JP? Like, why wouldn't they just copy and paste them? Yeah, it's weird because it's like um, we talked about with um, not just like the differences with Goku Black, but like with EZAs where they keep negative effects that the unit had before. They, they just seem to be very weird about not removing things from cards. So like because the the SSR forms when they came out, on global first they had those abilities as part of their super attack and then when they came out on jp they were very different and they didn't have those effects i just assumed that when we got their awakenings i mean like you said they would literally then just become the same as the jp versions but because they had those random little extra bits on the global version of the ssr then they just decided to keep those for some reason but, i mean for the freezer like i say it definitely helps but 
to sell one, it's pretty uh, it's pretty pointless. So Talon, uh, those Dokkan Awakenings are all on JP for quite a while. Have you used both of them? Um, what are your opinions about those Dokkan Awakenings? Um, I've used both of them, um, but unfortunately, they're just on a category I don't particularly care about. So I'm referring to the Other World Warriors category. So because that is the best place personally to run both the Frieza and the Cell together. Um, and they're they're very solid units. They are. Um, and probably just over time, if you've been playing for a long time, a lot of people will get them. So, you know, they're very good units to bring along for a lot of events, especially because they stack attack and defense for those longer events if you have trouble with those. And then for Super Battle Road, they can definitely help in some areas. But overall, they're just, you know, kind of, kind of personally whatever to me still personally so yeah i, I agree have a, i have a question um i don't think we discussed this when they originally got their token awakenings on jp um you know how we have gt tags with characters that are from gt so like vegeta gt you know and so yeah. on and so forth why don't they do the same thing with super and z mm. It would allow us to use a lot more variety of units, especially, let's say, when the Vegitos get their easy A's down the line, the base form Vegitos. We could use that with the Vegito Blue from Super. It just allows more variety rather than having the same name issues again. And obviously, there's a distinction between Super and Z, and just like Z is to Super, or Z is to GT, right? So why don't they just, or do you think they'll ever do that, or why isn't it done yet? Yeah, I feel like because they didn't do it to start with, I I can't see it happening in the future. Because I think that was one of the things that we assumed back when we were waiting for um, when like Blue Gogeta and Broly came out. Uh, because there's not very many names across the different Broly's. Um, a lot of people thought he was going to be called like Super Saiyan Broly brackets Super or something like that. And then obviously mm -hmm. because he's not, you can't use him alongside like the Tech LR one, for example. Um so yeah, I've always kind of wondered why they didn't do that because, like you said, they do it for GT, but they don't do it for yeah. Super for some reason. Another weird thing that, like, well, one of the reasons why people think they might think, uh, thought they might have done that is because in Heroes they actually label every single Broly movie unit BR after their name. Yeah, so okay. it's kind of a similar thing too because it just differentiates them. And even in Heroes, like, there's no merit to being named the same unit. Like, you can use the same card. Uh, seven times on your team if you wanted to. There's no restriction, <laughs> and they even with that no restriction in place, they still gave them that like label on their name, BR. Yeah, so cause... it would make a lot more sense if Dokkan did that because it actually does matter in this game. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I remember we were talking about when the hero stuff came out. Didn't you say the the Gohan that is the one that goes Super Saiyan four in Heroes is actually Gohan like GT? Yeah, he is GT Gohan. Yeah. So yeah, so it would be good. There is there is a, a Zeno Super Saiyan four Gohan too. So when we eventually get that in Dokkan, if we do, they're going to have a name issue. Well, unless they go with Zeno, I guess. Yeah. But that Gohan still should be named GT, because that's what he is in Heroes. Yeah. I mean, pretty much. Um, But yeah, no, I, I do believe that... I mean, to be fair... Is it just makes life a lot easier. I, I understand the people point out that it's because it's non-canon and stuff, you know, and all that. But I do believe that, you know, if you're doing it for one series, which is a continuation, you should do it the same for the other. Um, 
I would like it if they do it in the future, especially because at a point we're going to start running into these issues, especially if they want to go on for seven, eight years of this game. It would be nicer to have a se- uh, segregation in the series so that we people can use these units a lot more than anything else. Yeah. Well, especially because obviously the naming issue has and will always be a thing that you have to take into account when team building. But when you think about... Um the number of like super saiyan gokus there are in the game like having that extra bit of differentiation would help with uh team building for a lot of people because obviously if you're if you're more limited with your box then obviously having those extra options with differently named units would be helpful but i i think like we said already if because they didn't do it right from the start Mm -hmm. um i can't see them up doing it in and i mean they could i guess we've seen like units being added to categories and all sorts of stuff like that so there's no yeah. reason why they couldn't do it um but yeah it would be i think it would be good if they did but... yeah because the thing yeah. is especially let's say with the situation with tech lr broly and dbs broly we could use them and we could have used them on the same team if they had just been like Gris said you know like how they do it in heroes if they had the br tag or the super tag whatever it may have been we could have used them together and they would have been water rotation. That would have been obviously oh, no, at that right. time. Um, but yeah, it's just unfortunate because I think that would have uh, led to a lot of, uh, you know, cool team building situations. And like, obviously in this situation, we could have run both freezers together without any issue. And yeah, I mean, it's, I'm glad that they're adding units to categories again, but I do hope they start doing more and more because some of the older units would appreciate having a different name compared to current uh, units that are coming, of course. Yeah. All right, so yeah, with that said, <clears throat> let's move on to the next part of the second block, the Golden Freezer and Sorbet. And yeah, the, the first thing that pops in my mind is, yeah, Talon brings that up quite often. Extreme Tech ESBR can be done free to play. And yeah, this Freezer and Sorbet unit could be, could be a help right here. So yeah, Talon, what do you think about this unit? I know it releases on Global, but you have some experience with them. So yeah, go ahead first. Very good free-to-play unit. Absolutely, absolutely. You should all farm it up, SA-10, rainbow it. It's really, really helpful. Um, just, the, just the stunning from the super attack is really helpful in something like Super Battle Road. And then the fact that you can get some actually decent attack with the guy um, <laughs> is really nice. And then when you, when you attack, uh you know you get the six key and all that stuff and then he stuns for the turn which is really really nice and then if you get below the 50 percent, which you know if you're one of the people who will throw this guy off rotation and then all of a sudden boom he gets hit a lot and everything all right someone else gets hit a lot sorry and then he comes back around and then he's you're below 50 percent. you're like oh hey look by the way eh, yeah i'm mitigating damage already what now so yeah i think the only downside to this unit is him needing to get a hit first before he can stun because mm-hmm. this guy doesn't necessarily tank the best as a free-to-play no, unit I... in Extreme Super Battle Road, right? Um, so that's the only downside to him, really. Um, but other than that, he's going to be very, very helpful. Yeah, I think it's in Extreme, cause he's not going to be in any way like the no-items-run killer, because he gets hit for, like, I think it's like 80k or something like that with uh, right. no yeah, items. Yeah, but I mean, what do you expect from so... a free-to-play unit, though? I mean... Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know most people aren't going to be trying to do that anyway. But yeah, so like, if you have an item active and then he gets hit in slot one, obviously he gets that guaranteed stun for the turn. And then he has a high chance to stun on his super attack normally anyway, which is uh, quite yeah. useful. Um, the biggest downside to his 
card even even him being on extreme tech like the first unit that would pop into your head is obviously the standalone tech golden freezer with whom he shares zero links <laughs> and uh, <laughs> his, his links biggest, do kind of suck yeah <laughs> yeah it's one of the biggest problems with joined forces cards is obviously because he Sorbet. has sorbet on the card uh he's got wonky links he's obviously not on like wicked bloodline and stuff like that so um he definitely can be useful um, especially because he is a free-to-play card like he does a lot of good stuff for um someone who would need him but yeah he's definitely a, a bit of a weird one like he's got a really interesting kit but then because of the character like choice of the actual card like with the name it means he's kind of restricted with the links and the categories but overall he's pretty decent yep. yeah you are right ningen because uh he's definitely not the no item you know savior because when I know item the stage, I was not using him, you know. Yeah. <laughs> What's your status right now, Ningen? Did you know item the extreme, extreme tech? Extreme tech, stage? no, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, any more thoughts about Golden Freezer and Sobe? Super tech animation is really cool. Yeah. I'm not oh, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm also I'm not gonna lie, Sorbet looks like he's a Pokemon trainer sending out Frieza and that card art. <laughs> <laughs> I just noticed it when Hydros put it up on screen, and I was like, wait a second, that looks really familiar to like a scene from Pokemon <laughs> or something. Okay, so yeah, let's move on. And yeah, this topic is really interesting. It's about the part two speculation for the current Dokkan Festival. And oh yeah, JP got JP got the LR Turles Crusher Core or LR Turles Army. So yeah, the question right now is, will Global get Jiren? In my opinion, it makes sense because it's like tournament of power base. But um, yeah, Akatsuki could go ahead and just say, yep, yeah, you will get the turtles and you will get the Jiren even later. So yeah, Ningen, any well, thoughts on that? Well, wait, wait, Sunblade, you forgot, okay. you know, Battlefield ends on both Global and JP on the same day. So clearly the six year anniversary is going to be on both versions at the same time. So obviously they have to release Don't say that. Even in a sarcastic voice, people are going to believe you. (laughs) I I didn't start. They're already saying it. What are you talking about? (laughs) I wanted to Um, save that. Okay, thanks. uh, (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. So I can see the reasoning behind like people saying it would be Jiren because obviously he's out of schedule. He fits the theme with the tournament of power, like for the freezer. But come on, like we've been doing this for how long now like they don't do things in the way that makes the most sense um so i think it's just as likely that we'd get turles just because that's what the celebration was on jp um i obviously personally i hope we get turles more because i'm more interested in getting turles than i am jiren but mm-hmm. i could i could see it going either way because there are arguments for both sides, but like a lot of people think it will be Jiren, and their main argument is basically just that it makes sense for him to come out alongside Frieza. And yeah, that's just that's just not how how they do things. What if it's like Ever- what if it's just like a global first, and none of these guys are coming out yet? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that is happen. a possibility. Yeah, God of Destruction Topo coming soon. <laughs> no, um, what is the famous? The best one is uh, it'll be the global first LR Kid Boo. Yeah, it's oh, coming. Uh, Legendary <laughs> summon. <laughs> um, the only reason why I can see Turles coming now instead of later on, especially if you're considering he'll probably come with, I'd say, I guess Bojack is the best time, I suppose, if anything, is will they do two extreme SDR units back to back, one Dokkan Fest, one Legendary summon? Mm, that's a good point. Right. 
I guess that's one more reason why he probably wouldn't come with Bojack and need to come now and Jiren will be pushed to later on, but... Oh, well, I did ah, see someone um, Jiren is on Bojack's category, so yeah, it could Jiren make sense is on for him. us to get Teles with Freezer like JP and then Jiren mm -hmm. be the part two for Bojack since so we got so. Gohan earlier. Yeah, that is also true. Turles but... is also in the same thing, but yeah. True. And Turles is a movie boss. Wait, what, what what's the what's that point to do with this? Yeah, but but we we've already got Gohan. Oh no, I think he means that literally like the part one Dokon Fest would be extreme STR and then the part two LR banner would be extreme STR. Yeah, that's what I mean. Celebration, yeah. But I don't uh, since I, yeah. they're both on Bojack's category, I guess it literally at this point, I feel like it could just go either way, and no one should be surprised if it's one or the other, because it literally could be either one at this point. Yeah, with that said, uh, actually, yeah, welcome Hydros to the podcast. Yeah, people are confused in the chat. I can see that. So, yeah, it's Hydros. Um, and, uh, yeah, from what I'm hearing in the chat, you guys actually want Turles to come out earlier. So, yeah, right now on this celebration, right? Yes, I would like Turles. Yes, he is amazing. I've I've always kind of liked Teles, even though you know, from a design standpoint, it is a little bit of a shame that he. I is think Goku. I think but, most um... people want Jiren to come out. Well, I don't know about most people, but I've seen a lot of people talk about <laughs> Jiren because they want the Topo and Dispo EZAs for the stone. Yes, exactly. That's the only reason as well. That's it. That's, That's literally the it. They reason. want him to come out so they can get thirty stones from the EZA. That is the only reason. <laughs> Because otherwise, I better see Global Hit top grossing when Jiren comes out with how many people say, I want Jiren. It's like, no, you don't. No, yeah. you don't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah, let's move on to the next section. And, uh, yeah, Global will get the best event of all time, <laughs> the 200% event. Yeah, basically the nuking event where you are not allowed to bring the actual nuking units uh, or the weather well, nuking leaders so um yeah truth um you play jp you already experienced this event so yeah tell us about them um well global has an advantage yet again um <laughs> because they ban most of the nuking leaders for this event uh when it first came out on jp all the players were running goten as the leader because he was sort of the best like uh, nuking leader for it but Halfway through the event, Candy Vegito got his EZA. So now he's by, he's by far the best unit to run. And Global is going to go into the event the whole time having that EZA Candy Vegito. Um, you know, sort of as the nuking leader to allow you to easily hit those points. Uh, mm. From what I saw, it wasn't... This event kind of sucked because it really is just like another punching bag event. But the rewards were okay. Like, it wasn't that bad. But I don't know. It's... This is not something where it's like, oh, finally, this is here. It's like, yeah, you can keep it. <laughs> yeah, but actually, you can try it as many times as you want, right? There's no. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's okay. just yeah, that's, it. yeah, that's, that's that is true. the worst thing about the punching bag thing. And I think it's one of the main reasons why no one cares about it. Because how many times have you like gone in for your two attempts and your, your main nuka unit is in like slot seven? It's like, oh, well, done for the day on this one. No, so... I don't play it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I recently tried it again just to see if uh, the LR Tech Gohan would make it possible because I still haven't got the max score on it. And uh, yeah, literally both times I tried it today, he was in slot seven. So that's both my <laughs> I, attempts uh, with the day done. <laughs> I uh, may or may not have done them all, you know. 
Ooh, that hurts, Ningen. Well, that's the thing, because I know there were, up until, I don't know if it's up to, I don't know how many units there are now, but I know people were saying it was possible, or has been possible for a while, uh, with either LR Goku and Frieza or the in LR Gohan, but since I, I think I only have, like, one dupe in both of them, so I've just never, uh, I don't know if it's even possible to get the perfect rotation with only one dupe in them and actually get the max score, but I've certainly not been able to get that rng yet unfortunately you can do it with a lot of units now lr rose can do it lr super saiyan 3 goku can do it after the link level update and equipment combined it's it's rather easy it's just you know resetting until you get a good rotation that's yeah cool. and just the fact that's the thing the fact that you only get the two attempts it's like because sometimes you, not, like we say it's like the unit being in slot seven isn't even the only issue because sometimes if you get them in the first rotation but alongside like no orb changes then again that's another dead run like there's almost only one or two setups of where the units need to be exactly and if you load into the event and that's not the setup you have then that's it that's that run essentially dead i so... think the bigger problem it should be three turns long mm. like you shouldn't have a unit start out in slot seven and the run is dead like it's stupid yeah so yeah talon any thoughts from your side uh have you played the event um did you get all the rewards any tips for the guys out there hope rng's on your side i mean i did i did the go i did the go 10 thing honestly um i believe i got all the awards or very close to all the awards so you know this i personally really care about the event so because it's to get the max rewards you have to do the whole thing in is it two turns so like how easy yeah. was that do you think overall oh i remember there were a couple of them i could do no problem and then the rest of them i either didn't really try doing or i couldn't do just because i didn't have uh one particular unit to do it all so i was just like eh, okay whatever okay so yeah let's move on uh from this yeah horrible event i i, I agree <laughs> they they can delete it i don't care um but uh, yeah let's let's move on to something great for global um global gets the int kit boo easy a so um yeah i think it's a great upgrade but um yeah gail like are you are you a kid fan are you excited about this easy a uh, what are your plans with him i'm looking forward to it personally i mean i still have to work on my boo team as a whole in terms of link levels and everything but he'll be a solid addition i mean especially with you know link levels helping that team out specifically so much now with key and everything plus obviously his easy a just inherently gives him key now um when you're HP 70% or above and HP 50% or above, I think it is. So overall, very solid. Um, I would have loved him to get a bit more defense, but his attacks, uh, his attack stat is really solid as well already. So, I mean, overall, very solid easier. Looking forward to it. It's nothing ex extravagant like, say, Super 17's easier and a thing where he literally became a monster um, or had one of the best easiers of all time, arguably. But, you know... It's solid. I'm looking forward to it. I'll, I'm looking forward to him being on the margin power team. So yeah, then, um, yep. Ninga, go ahead. I was gonna say the only the only downside, of course, is if you bring the Int Kid Boo, you can't bring the God of Showcases on your team. So, yep. Um, but yeah, his his Easy A does look really solid. I was rereading the details like earlier today just to get prepared for it to come out, and I had forgotten about that addition of the uh, providing key 
um to everyone and obviously like gail said with the link update it's like we were saying earlier about big bad bosses like margin becomes such a good link at level 10 for that team um it makes a significant difference so um for people who haven't link leveled him already the fact that he does have that little bit of extra key support in his passive is definitely helpful and obviously he raises defense on super attack in fact one of the things i was saying earlier is it's one of those easy a's that i like where you don't have to completely redo his hidden potential system because of his uh easy a which has definitely happened a couple of times um because obviously he always healed on super attack and it was sometimes difficult to get him the full key so i think the best build for him previously was to go with as much additional as possible and obviously now that he raises attack and defense for the one turn on super attack, obviously still heals on super and is going to be doing quite a lot of damage, then I would say he still favors the more additional as the best build. So you don't have to redo his whole thing um, because of his easy A. So I'm definitely looking forward to seeing what he can do. I'm literally in the middle of link leveling him now because I've been doing it for the last like two weeks and he's still got one link that is at level nine. So... <laughs> hopefully that'll be done yeah. by tomorrow <laughs> welcome to hell yeah yeah and yeah i have a question for goresh because i still remember one tweet he did uh, when the easy a came out on jp he basically said that there is no reason to run the physical kit boo anymore but to be fair uh, it was um <laughs> it was made when the easy a came out on jp and it was very early on um yeah goresh what's your opinion now well, physical kid boo is good for showcases. Like, oh, how high can I get this guy's attack stat? <laughs> but you know, when you're going into these events that actually require you to play the game normally and like think about what you're doing, like this guy's infinitely better than yeah. physical kid boo. The only problem with this guy is that he's a support unit, but he's only a support unit for a specific category, right? And then I, I think it's what seventy percent HP or more. You're giving extreme class key plus one. Yeah, I think mm -hmm. that key plus one is good enough to where you don't want to run physical kid boo over this guy um pretty much any team that i can think of yeah in like harder events and stuff like it's nice to have that buff from kid boo but the physical one but he himself will get destroyed in like the later part of hard events yeah so. i mean physical kid boo is a good like like dokkan fest event character but when you get into like these events where you get meleeed for like 100k have fun yeah. running kid boo in those like uh <laughs> <laughs> or physical kid boo i should say yeah, and just because... the he the healing factor as well, because obviously they there's a lot of healing on that team. Like the just if we just look at like say the margin power team in general, just from links and passives and all sorts of stuff. Like that team is nigh on invincible in certain events. And uh, now that obviously with the leader skills being as high as they are, um, stats being as high as they are, LRs being on the team. Like when when your HP for your team is you know somewhere between five and six hundred thousand, getting twelve percent HP back from a super attack is a significant amount. Uh, yeah, the only the only thing I will say, the only thing I will say about him is I believe what is it more than meets the eye? That's a kid boost specific link. Um, and then honestly, infinite regeneration is a really good link. But when are you gonna? activate that is it only buhan that has that buhan doesn't even have that doesn't he he doesn't have that i think no, the only boo that's like really worth running that has that link is the physical easy a taboo is it because mm -hmm. the piccolo boo doesn't have that boo tanks lr doesn't have that buhan easy a doesn't have that like who has that i guess yeah. Buff, yeah. Boo, tech buff boo has it i think <laughs> who tech buff boo tech buff oh yeah tech buff boo does have that huh 
I guess, yeah, the, the, the tech buff boo int EZA kid boo rotation would be pretty good. Yeah, this this is basically the the best linking partner for the int kid boo. Like yeah, 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 that's true. Weight. That's true. Buff boo is a buff boo is a good uh good linking partner for yep. kid boo. Absolutely crazy rotation, I can say that. Um, that yeah, I stand corrected. <laughs> but that's the thing. Even without that, even with like one link not being activated, especially if you have link leveled him, like Margin, the fact that he's got big bad bosses, like yeah, he's gonna be doing a lot both offensively and defensively. All right, so yeah, let's move on to the next EZA on JP and oh, oh boy, uh -huh. <laughs> oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. All right, let's yeah. get this over with. Okay, guys, you know that I am a JP main also, but uh, I'm not going to comment on that today since I'm the MC. So yeah, oh. um, I let Talent speak here. We are talking. Oh, you're about leaving it to me. No, <laughs> we are talking about the STR Janemba EZA. Well, Talent, I have a very important question for you. Is he the best 120% EZA? Go ahead, Talent. We're all listening. Come on. <laughs> You're being no. graded on this response. I'm no, no, he's not. No, God, no. What did God team A? What did you do? Uh -huh. Okay, okay. Real talk for a second. Obviously, SDR Janiba, he's very good. The EZA was absolutely needed. He's a great card. If you have him, you run him on something like Extreme STR, or you know, you just for some reason want to run him because maybe because I mean the super attack is obviously better than the STR one and all that, but that that's about it he the, the, i know the numbers have been done he technically defends a little bit better than int int is technically a little bit stronger you know based on whatever calculations are and all that stuff but here's the thing for anyone you know because we all get those questions should i use my red coins to grab this unit because he gets an easy a now to grab a dupe to you know maybe even summon on that banner if you're you know more of a pain player and everything like that and it's just like no because the int one is still there. The int one is still amazing. And he's free, basically. Right? We, we've we had how many red god dragon stones now? We're coming up on, like, what, 11? Or something like that? I think like we're that? on 11 or 12 right now, yes. Yeah. So it's just like, yeah, SCR is good. I mean, our showcases have shown that no problem. But why waste the coins? Why waste the stones on him when int can do everything he does? So, Yeah it's that's just that's just it it's just like okay cool he has a he has an easy a now he's you know he's ba basically brought up to where the int one is but honestly just use the int one he's free i like so. that answer you get an a plus i've seen yeah. it <laughs> i'm the teacher why why is Gresh grading me all right so the thing is that they're basically the same unit like mm. that, that that's the way it is like there's yeah so little separating them in janemba and scr janemba they're basically the only difference is their color essentially like they're they janemba is you know 20k more defense str in janemba if he gets hit is able to do 300k more damage like it's it's they're right there yeah. um but saying that i think str janemba is easily the best 120 percent lead eza because no, in janemba is better than all the other 120 percent lead ezas and i would probably say vegeto blue one str janemba two in janemba three is what I think the best CZAs are. Like, it's like SCR Janemba, like, literally the gates were open for him to just be the god EZA, sitting on the throne unopposed, shitting on Vegito Blue. It was so right there <laughs> for him. And they're just like, nah, nah. All right, let's relax with that last thing, that last he, thing you said. He easily, he easily, <laughs> easily. If they did what they did to Inch Janemba to him, he's better than Vegito Blue. 
Okay, so Talon says no, he's not the best one, twenty percent lead, and you say he is. Yeah. Who's the Who's the best one twenty? Who's the best one twenty percent lead right now? I'd honestly give it to uh, the Super Seventeen. Yeah, yeah, Super Seventeen is better. (laughs) I honestly like. I mean, but I mean, think about it. He he mitigates. He attacks. He gets greatly raised attack and defense for one turn. And then he gets more mitigation as you continue to use it, you know, get hit and everything. He gives crit chance to the, uh, albeit kind of weird category of target Goku, but nonetheless, we've never seen someone do that. So in terms of a unit that got updated from the EZA, I give it to Super 17 right now. Who do I think will be the best EZA out of all the 120 leads? It's cooler, obviously. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Okay, I, I agree with I, I right now do think Cool will probably end up being the best. But real quick, Talon, who do you think hits harder between Janemba and Super 17? Oh, who cares, though? You have the int Janemba. I mean, Janemba, yeah, he probably hits harder because Janemba. he has big bad bosses and Super 17 doesn't. Who, but, who okay, do you so think he hits. Defense uh, better between Janemba and Super 17. Super 17. Janemba, easily. Mm. Oh, yeah. I, I Not from what 17. I've seen so far, but obviously I've only watched like your guys' videos. But it was after with... seeing the clips of him in uh, ESBR that cemented that Super Seventeen is better. And funnily enough, it goes back to the same argument that I made like three years ago, when obviously nobody agreed with me because it was kind of a meme because it was based solely on personal experience with RNG. Um, but RNG plays a big factor into units. We've talked about this before with other units. Um, LRUA Goku particularly. Yeah, exactly. So like okay. on a unit's best turn, they can obviously be insane if you get good RNG. But you got to think about like their worst turns. And back when when all the 120 leaders first came out and EZAs weren't even a thing in the game, I used to say, unironically, that Super 17 was better than STR Janemba because STR Janemba used to never dodge for me. If if we're talking their worst turn, Super 17 needs the Super for a little bit of extra defense. Janemba doesn't. Well, okay, so... But if Super 17... Super 17 obviously raises his defense on Super Attack, but I would say his... Super 17's worst turn is when he's not getting attacked in slot one. Yeah, before he attacks. His worst turn is turn one. This is my point. Super 17's worst turn in any event is turn one, which is the most important turn in every Super Battle Road event. Yeah, but he's not. It's his. Well, it's his worst turn, but he's not like bad. I mean, in terms of if we examine their worst turns, like Janemba, his worst turn. His you know what his worst turn, turn is? It's getting super three times before he gets to attack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but I mean, that's technically that's any unit's worst turn. Yeah. Like, okay. Well, that, yeah. You're, 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 wait, wait, hold on. Hold on. You're 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 correct. But if you compare that worst turn scenario to Janemba, who's better defensively? Mm-hmm. Um, well, I'm not sure because in Jan- in my in this Here's example, she, for Janemba's worst turn is that he doesn't dodge at all. He's still guarding. So, and he still has 130k defense. I've seen. Was it how uh, the damage that he takes in uh, ESBR when not it, dodging and not having okay. supered is quite uh, a it, lot more than I would have expected. I'm not, look, I'm not saying Super 17 is bad because I actually no, really no, I know, I know, I know, I <laughs> know. Um, but I'm just saying, if you look at their worst scenarios, I think Janemba at his worst is better than Super 17 at his worst. Um, mm. In Extreme STR, Janemba takes about 30k. In yep. the mm-hmm. Extreme category stage, he takes about 20k without Big Bad Bosses, double digits with Big Bad Bosses. Is what Janemba does. See, the, the, the thing that really separates Janemba is the far superior link set. Janemba yeah. has... You could maybe make the case he has the best link set in the game. Like, he works with any villain. 
Whereas Super 17 is a little bit wonkier. Super 17, I, I don't true. think he has a bad link set, but he doesn't have big bad bosses, and that hurts bad. Mm. I think that's one of the reasons why they made his EZA as good as it is, because yes. they just had to make up for that, missing that big bad bosses. And that's the thing. Super 17 is insanely good. Like, I think it's Janemba 1, Gogeta 2, then Super 17. It's just STR Janemba is underwhelming, but he is in no way bad whatsoever. It's mm. just he's oh, yeah, literally no. in Janemba mm -hmm. again. <laughs> that's all. Yeah. And then and, and again, that is the big thing, right? It's like yep. if you have the choice between, oh, do I need to spend stones or red coins for STR Janemba? Or I've got this free int one that's pretty much the exact same units. What's the point? Yeah, I, this is why I really like what Talon said earlier, because when you're comparing easy, well, any unit, but easy A's especially, if you have a unit that has the same name as another unit, you're going to directly compare them to that other unit. Yeah. So yeah. when you have STR Janemba and you're comparing him to Int Janemba, the delta is like 1%, 2%, 3%. It's like a single digit percentage about how I much mean, better STR is than the Int one. But yeah, when you're comparing it, it, Final Form Cooler or Super 17 to the next best Final Form Cooler, mm -hmm. Super 17, the delta is like, 50 billion points. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. It's also why we don't like Super Saiyan 4 Goku arguably has also a very good chance of being an amazing unit, but the problem is will they make it better than the LR? Probably mm. not. Same Hence why we can't put him that high up because thing. he he has 150% attack off jump, he gets 30% defense for six turns on his super. He has a very good chance of being amazing, but will they make him better than the LR? Probably, unfortunately not. The thing I think that's particularly egregious to me is that they release mid-ass Tech Janemba, Mr. Mid, as, mm. as I'm going to call him right now. <laughs> is on, he's just pointless. It's like, okay, yeah, you get super attack if you get four type orbs. Congrats, my boy. Why would they then drop an EZA for STR Janemba and then not have STR Janemba be like a rainbow orb changer to yes. save yep. Tech Janemba? Yep. Yep. Yeah, like, yep. It's Absolutely. If it just has that. Because I don't think yep. Tekshinemba was designed to be ran as a main rotation unit. Then he's poorly designed. Mm. Let's yeah. oh, yeah. I mean, a brand it's, it's new no contest unit run as a floater. It's yeah. absurd. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we were talking. I, I was talking about this briefly with Nolar yesterday, and it is the case of they should. Was Turles meant to be run as a main rotation unit? I don't think so. Back when he came no. out, he was. No, he wasn't. Uh, no, I don't. I don't think he was either. Yeah, well, when he came out, he was one of those perfect leaders that when he came out, because he was a support unit, you could build your team any way you wanted and then just have have him as a floater. But he, he was good enough to be run as a main rotation unit when he first came out. Um, but yeah, the STR Janemba, they absolutely should have given him some kind of thing in his kit to help out the tech Janemba, just, not just because of the time of release, but then because it would differentiate him from the Int one even more, because they could have made it so that you ideally want to run the str one alongside the tech one or look more primarily on like a mind and body erosion team and then the int one would still be like the best option for say movie bosses but yeah like truth and everybody's already said the biggest problem is they're just too similar so you have no real reason to run one over the other well i would say if you have to flow janemba all the time um so he never gets attacked before he, he actually attacks, then I would bring the STR one, but uh, this is very rarely the case. I had se several team builds uh, on the Mind and Body Erosion where I had the um, Super Janemba like, as a floater all the time, but um, 
Well, I, I blame Gresh because he said on the last podcast that he didn't want the engine number to be replaced, and here we are. So, yeah. <laughs> that's not really so, yeah, I mean, I'm, I, well, what I wanted them to do was not make... The problem is they were already pretty much the same unit before their EZA. Mm. So they had to go out of their way to actually make them different post-EZA, and they just didn't do that. What I wanted to see happen was maybe make him a separate role than he was already um, than he already had prior to ZZA, and then different role than Inchin ever had. So maybe make him, you know, maybe give him some kind of orb changing abilities so that he's actually different than Int Geneva, not just Int Geneva 2.0. Yeah. That's what I meant by not replacing him. Yeah, of, of course. Uh, wasn't that uh, serious. <laughs> no, I know. Uh, okay, so yeah, let's move on to topic number six for today. And yeah, this is pretty big for JP. Um, as you guys might know, the medium chance uh, got updated to 30% for every character across the board. So, um, you know, just go ahead and say, like, Physical Vegeta Blue or Estia Cooler got buffed immensely by that. But, um, yeah, let Truth comment on that one. So, yeah, yeah, let me jump in. So, what they did is they just made the percent chances universal. So, it's, it's, mm. it's not just medium, but it's high. Every high chance in the game is now 50%. Previously... There were characters like Tech Hit and Int Mai who had a one-turn like high chance to stun on their passive, which was a 40% chance yeah. to stun. But that was changed and updated to 50%. All these units like Cooler and Bojack and Vegito Blue now have a 30% chance to super attack on their additionals because all mediums are now 30%, all highs are now 50%, all greats are 70%. So they just made it very universal. So, you know, they'll tweet out the info and say LRUI Goku has a high chance to crit or something like that. We just know, boom, 50% now. So, Yep. So um, what's, what's the consequence of, like, um, Talon? Well, what do you think of this? Uh, yeah, as uh, I, I said, Vegeta Blue got awesome. buffed, but, uh, yep. Oh, you know, it's it's funny because when, when I originally saw, because wasn't the original post something about some Bulma character getting, bu you know, getting the buff or something like that? And I just honestly didn't even think about it. But then when I looked back on it after it had been found and everything, I looked back on just me playing the game or making my videos and everything. And I did realize that a lot of these medium chances were all of a sudden hitting more. Like I have, I, I did a video with um the STR... Uh, extreme str super battle road to show off the str janimba that we just talked about and one of my rotations that i had aside from janimba was the lr frieza and the str cooler and i just transformed cooler for whatever reason and he he constantly did triple super attacks i'm like okay I, like i'm really liking this and everything and obviously i know it's all rng in the end but i was just like wow I'm, I'm actually really shocked about this. And then I went back and I also was doing a round with physical Vegeta blue and he was getting more super attacks. I'm like, the heck is going on here? And then after this was all found, I was like, Oh, all right. That explains it then. So I have found by the way, that it does feel like the difference between 25% and 30% is really big. I don't, it's yeah, weird, yeah, right but I always have felt that. So like it, it's definitely going to be helpful for sure you know one unit one a couple of units that i'm just glad that i can see them counter more is the ssj force thank god for that this is going to help them out so much in terms of countering considering they never used to goddamn counter in any stage of the game uh has theirs i thought wasn't theirs 30 percent before i think they, they already were at 30 percent. yeah they were already 30 percent 
I believe so. I'll double check. I yeah. swear, uh, even the OG ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, huh. I yep, thought they were twenty five percent. I thought the OG ones were twenty five percent, and the new ones were thirty percent or thirty percent. Yeah. Nope. Both. Um, both thirty percent. Gotcha. Yeah, because I think it was they were all thirty until Gogeta mean. came along and was seventy. Um, but yeah, you know, it's mm-hmm. just a nice thing to have in the game, just for the um. What's the word I'm looking for? Like consistency. Because, yeah, sometimes it was annoying when you read like the kit on a new unit or something like that and you don't have the wiki up in front of you or something. And mm-hmm. it's like, oh, he has a medium chance to stun. And then it's like, oh, wait, is that 25 or is it 30 for this guy? But so, yeah, it's just nice that they are all the same. It doesn't make a huge difference. I'm sure a lot of people will will not even notice it. They'll obviously notice, you know, getting more additionals or whatever, but won't specifically notice that that's the reason why but i just think it is good for consistency because it was a little bit annoying that it was slightly different so you'd have to like double check if you wanted to get the exact breakdown so it's uh it seems like a minor update but it is nice to have it brought in line like that and yeah it definitely makes some other units because you know physical for geo blue definitely needed some kind of buff so clearly actually clearly. <laughs> i think my favorite change in this was that namek goku transform can now have 30 percent chance to guard instead of 25 mm. Mm, yeah that's good yeah. and like ultimate gohan as well right was he already 30 or 25 no he was talking about str i think he was 25 i think he does also get buff from this that's good yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's just so funny to say like yeah, just they just buffed all the best units in the game, right? Like it's <laughs> everyone's boxes just got way better by this. Well, I don't think it was in, like intentionally. Oh, we're, you know, we're gonna make everyone's characters stronger. Like I think it was just like what Ningen said for consistency, which yep. I do like yeah. also. I'm just checking as Gerald would go on. He's 25% on global, 30% on JP with the update now. Yeah, so it doesn't. Um, happen. by the yeah. way, Google players, I that. do not anticipate this is gonna be that far off. Uh, no, normally. I would say it's yeah. probably a good chance it's there. The, yeah, these sort of updates usually come out pretty quickly for global, so I wouldn't be surprised if it's in, like, Feb or something, it's probably. Like, as a global player, you can't be like, oh, this is not fair. It's like, dude, global's behind JP. Like, it's... Yeah, exactly. It always is. But yeah, we're always... When it comes to these, like, quality of life updates, they always come out faster than, like, ban... You know, we, we know that banners are generally, unless they mess around with the schedule, which has been happening more lately, but it's normally, like, three to four months. But then quality of life updates, sometimes it's literally within a month it gets pushed out to global. So it could, could definitely be soon. Yeah, bottom line, we, we can say that this is a big improvement, especially for like Extreme Tour Battle Road, where the medium chance to dodge something is now 30%. Um, yeah, great to see what comes out of this. So yeah, let's move on to the last topic for today. And yeah, as you guys know, JP's anniversary is right around the corner. And yeah, the question for today is actually, what will the free-to-play anniversary unit be? Um, yeah, could it be a Super Saiyan God Goku? Could it be an Ultra Instinct Goku, like the Omen one, the Sign one. Uh, any thoughts on that, Talon? Um, I think actually we were talking about this a few days ago during our stream. Um, I think it'll be either Super Saiyan Blue. Ka- I think it'll be honestly, I just think it's gonna be Super Saiyan Blue Kalkin Goku. I mean, it, it doesn't mm. doesn't really matter about names or anything like that because, I mean, obviously they did Super Saiyan Four Goku. They've done Super Saiyan Blue Goku, so it, it's just meant to be some, you know anniversary free-to-play unit so probably super saiyan blue Kalkin goku or ui goku one of those two mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, true, I think, okay go ahead no i was just gonna say i think most people most of us were surprised last year when it was blue goku instead of god goku 
um because they were going in order um so i don't know i i guess they could just do god goku but that would seem odd after having done blue last year but i mean there's no reason why they can't um but yeah i don't know we ui i I feel like god is maybe more likely but yeah blue i didn't even think about the possibility for it to be blue cocaine because technically the str one is the only one who's specifically named that because the agl eza one is just blue goku isn't he so i think it'll um, be ui goku I think it's yeah. going to be sign. I think it's going to be sign UA as well. Yeah, yeah. Guys, remember, um, four year, the you know main anniversary unit was LR Super Saiyan Four Goku, and then the free unit was also Super Saiyan Four Goku. So. Super Saiyan Six Goku. <laughs> God. Yeah, and he's going to be holding up six fingers. <laughs> yep. <laughs> no, five fingers on, on one hand. hand. <laughs> All right. So yeah, that was pretty much a short topic here um since it's only the the free-to-play unit we are talking about and yeah i'm excited about some some leaks uh should come out soon and um yeah we will talk about the potential anniversary next week then but for now we will go and take a short break um yeah grab yourself a drink go to the toilet um grab a bite and we'll be right back all right, we are back with the Dokkan Battle Podcast episode 16, A Stone in the Wind. And yeah, we got some subs, bits, and so on. So tell and uh, go ahead and yeah, tell us. All right, guys. So as always, thank you so much for all the amazing support. And just again, to everybody, just simply hitting that follow button shows your amazing support and everything. So... Uh, but real quickly, we wanted to give some shout outs to first uh, Rob Boys 16 uh, for the uh, Prime subscription. So thank you so much, my man. Uh, actually, to our man Truth here as well, subscribing for three months in a row. Awesome as always. Um, and then from uh, Pickle Bats, he had a two month uh, Prime subscription with even a comment saying, Thank you so much for all the awesome content. I love the passion you have for the game. Um, as someone with 1700 plus days in the game, I love there's a community as passionate about the game as I am. And then we have some bits from DB0 who did 55 bits. Uh, first, he did five and then 50 just a couple minutes ago. And then Ozman uh, with another 10 bits as well. Thank you so much. All right. Yeah. Thank you very much for your support. So, yeah, let's move on to the questions. So, yeah, if, if you um, follow us on Twitter, you saw the tweet that we demanded questions for you for this particular podcast but you can tell us your questions on our public discord server as well there is a dedicated channel for that so don't miss out and in the future we will also inquire those questions on our youtube community board so yeah stay sharp for that and yeah with that said let's move on to the first question from basim on discord which says with the new release units Python engine number and for future units with these kinds kind of passive do you think the importance of orb changing items will increase? For example, you change the piston stake for an orb changing item because you know that that is more valuable to get the passive activated instead. So pretty sure we answered this last week. Yeah. yeah, didn't we have this last week? Yeah, sounds very familiar. Yeah, we we already had that, but yeah, we can revisit that one really quickly. I guess that was a no um, yeah, from you no. guys yesterday. It's a no. Change. It's a no unless they make. Um... To know unless they make the effects of getting the more orbs like much more valuable mm. yeah because the thing is even if it's um 
even if the passive is super good, one of the things that when it comes to like the harder events, there are certain items that are better than others. And I think most of us would, I assume, I assume most of us would agree when it comes to things like Super Battle Road and stuff, you want to prioritize the items that have effects over multiple turns rather than just one. And so then this would be the instance where you're filling up, you're, t you're using up an item slot with something that only has an effect in one turn. So in a lot of harder events, there's probably other items you'd want to bring more than that. So it is, I, I think exactly like Goresh said, the effect would have to be as good as using the item. So if, if we're getting units where it's like pick up, you know, six type orbs and all units get 40% damage reduction, then yeah, absolutely, it would be worth doing that. But until until the effect is as valuable as bringing one of those really good items, I don't know if it's the way to go. Or they could just, you know, finally open up those other two item slots or just take them off the UI, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> now, we, we're going to get more quests, bro. We're going to get more quests. We're going to get Shenron <laughs> again. We're going to be able to access them. <laughs> soon, soon, soon. Uh, stop dreaming, man. We've been saying soon for the last four years it'll happen inevitably. Right. right. So yeah, let's just <laughs> let's just move on to the next next question then. <laughs> so yeah, this one uh, is from the public Discord server as well from from von Karma Sim. So that question says, if you had to introduce a guild system of some sort for like I don't know, somewhat similar to Legends, how would you have it function? So yeah, Goresh, you play Legends as well. Um, <sighs> so okay. pick that. Well, um, I guess they can structure it similar to Legends where they have like two weeks for each season or whatever it is. And uh, the amount of points you accumulate, I guess, at the end of the season would exchange into some sort of like guild points um, that you're able to accumulate over, you know, forever. You can stock them up and then there's like a separate, I guess there would be a separate area in the Baba shop that you, you could exchange them for whatever. I don't think... Like I don't, I don't think it would be that out of the realm of possibility for them to implement this in Dokkan because it's honestly, it's it wouldn't change the way you played the game at all. It's just like extra stuff that you would get for being mm -hmm. in a guild, and I guess it would also be a tag that you have. So if you're like some, seeing someone on your friends list, like you would see their name, and then under their name, you would also see like what guild they were in. So I guess that would also be like a purpose for that. Anything you guys would like to add? True, if you play Legends as well. I think a lot of things like a guild, co-op, there's still some good things that Dokkan could potentially take from Legends like that. Um, and, you know, like, if you could have, like, the same point system, like, you know, like, I don't know, say if we had a guild for Dokkan, I'd be crushing Goresh and the summon points in Dokkan, right? Like, that'd be cool. I'd enjoy that <laughs> a lot. <laughs> I, I, for me, the main thing is it would be a cool thing for them to add, but as long as it you know does something more than just being there because the only other gacha game that i play a, a little bit on the side i play grand cross and like the guild system in that doesn't really do anything because it's like you go, you go to your guild page you log in for the day and you get like a stone and yeah. that's basically it other than like doing the guild boss thing which then at the end of the week, as long as you have a total amount of points, everybody gets like a couple of items that are used for like the awakenings and stuff. But the the rewards themselves aren't anything like too crazy. Um, so it's just one of those things. It's, it feels like it's just kind of there. So it would be a cool feature to add. But uh, if they do it like, you know, I want it to come with some 
you know come with something rather than just it's just there and you go to the page every day to like check in and then that's that's basically all you do mm -hmm. oh, i, I could see cool. also yeah. sorry uh, i'll just add on i see i yeah. see guilds I, if they do add guilds i mean i know it goes back to that whole point of the friend system but you know the guild system would I, if we could you say our guild mates units consistently like like you know right now when you use a friend you can't use it again if they add a guild system you can use your guildmates units throughout the day without any issues so that would be appreciated if they do something with that as well it it would help a lot as well yeah that'd be cool mm -hmm. all right so let's move on to the next question from philip rodriguez question goes to goresh first yeah it seems you have a fan here <laughs> <laughs> Any, I say, concern... say anything. <laughs> Any concerns for physical coolers easy A after what was released with SDR the numbers? It seems that the 120s are unfortunately not all home runs. So your your thoughts, Gorash? Um, I don't because the main concern that I had for the Janemba before we saw what he was able to do was I don't want them to just completely invalidate the int one. But with cooler, you don't have that same concern because we don't have another final form cooler that like is good in the game, right? So I don't really have that concern for him. And then if you're talking about a concern that I have, whether or not they're going to make him good enough, like they have to go out of their way to make him not good enough. Like they mm. have to literally pull yeah. a physical final form Frieza to make him not quote unquote <laughs> good enough. I think even if you just didn't do anything and you just you, you just gave him the stat boost, he would probably be good enough. So he would be. Yeah, he would be. I don't know if you really could call anything that they do to him a shaft just because only, he doesn't have a competing unit with the same name and he doesn't have you know a way to make him underwhelming i don't think yeah the, on, yeah. the only way to make physical cooler bad quote unquote is like to all of a sudden for some reason just say oh he's now 80 percent attack and defense and you know doesn't get the additional attack or something like that right like they have to take away from yeah, what he already has so yeah. yeah just to release another final from cooler right before it's easy Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, him just having like easy A stats on top of what he does, like he will be pretty ridiculous. Um, and obviously, you know, fingers crossed, who knows? Like you think about, we all expected them to make physical Vegito Blues um, easy A tame because he was so good already. And they didn't. The only reason I bring that up is because you can draw similarities just for the fact, you know, they have like the built in additional. So we didn't expect them to get any sort of like really cool on super attack effect. Um, so, yeah, for me, like obviously being a cooler fan in general, I agree with what's been said earlier that cooler will potentially end up being the best one. Um, I, I just hope the team that did for Geo Blues Easy A gets uh, physical cooler. Yeah, <laughs> team B. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, like you guys said, I mean, as long as he gets what? He has 100% attack and defense. Give him 120% attack and defense. Give him greatly lowers defense and attack. There's really not much you need apart from greatly that. Greatly lowers attack with multiple supers. I don't know Oof, about that. That'd be insane. <laughs> I mean, I don't see it changing, but I mean, I'm just saying if they, I mean, it's not really a minimum add-on. Greatly lowers attack would be insane for something like Super Battle Road, but... I mean, even just lowers attack for him. Uh, or yeah. lowers attack, I should yeah. say. Lowers attack, not greatly lowers. I think greatly lowers defense. Keep that as is and lowers attack. Yeah, we'll go with that, I think. Yeah, I also think um, 
giving a medium chance of doing a super instead of just a chance in his passive is yeah. good enough buff to where he'd be like pretty decent. yeah because obviously now that it's 30 percent across the board as well like we said like yeah if be, they did yeah. that and then actually just didn't do anything else i think he'd be good enough mm. yeah yeah so hope hopefully they don't just do the bare minimum but yeah he, he really doesn't need a lot of work to be uh crazy good Okay, so yeah, with that said, let's move on to the next question from Snowy. And he asks, what side units would you guys like to see alongside the six-year LRs? So um, yeah, we had this discussion already in several streams, but uh, let's pick it up again. Um, yeah, Truth, what would you like to see on the banner or the dual token test? Um, so let's say that the six-year anniversary LRs start out as UI Goku and Evolution Blue Vegeta then they could just make the transforming units the banner units. So like a Gohan that transforms into ultimate Gohan, and then maybe like a, a Kabe that goes into Super Saiyan 2 or something like that on Vegeta's banner. Mm, that'd be cool. I want to see, so with the last last year, we got the, um, both the banners had the like dual units because we had the Bardock and Gine choices, yeah. and the Trunks and Mai. So I think with people, have, that's one that people have been talking about for a long time. We could get the... Uh, have one banner have the Piccolo and Gohan, and then have the other banner have uh, Krillin and 18. I think that would be pretty cool. In my opinion, it also comes down to what period of the TOP they're going to tackle, because if it's just Universe 7 versus Universe 11, I'm not sure if we'll get Kabe. So I feel like it could be somebody else, maybe a 17 and 18 or something like that. Uh, so that sort of a card, maybe. Who knows? Yeah, so the thing is, as much as it would be cool for it, the theme, and a lot of people want to see it because it's just a cool, it would be a cool card to have together. But obviously, a, a Krillin and 18, kind of mm -hmm. like we talked about with the Sorbet and Freezer, because of the way it would affect their links and their categories and stuff, it would actually be cool to see a 17 and 18 from the Tournament of Power because the Android category hasn't had a significant buff in quite a while. Um, yeah. And obviously, if they made mm -hmm. a 18 and Krillin, they wouldn't be on the Android category. So. That would actually be quite cool because i mean obviously we've got the og friend lr but yeah it'd be good to have like a super version of them two together on the same card so because we've got the uh, tn for the worldwide download celebration i kind of don't want another one so soon mm. i'd rather have a roshi yeah for the tournament of power as long as he's the same quality though as the tn from yeah i mean uh, he would Busaga. be i think yeah, yeah. Now make him the uh, manga Roshi that fights Jiren with Ultra Instinct, so he has like a seventy percent chance to dodge like LRUI Goku. He just has LRUI Goku's <laughs> passive. Yeah, he's just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, anything you guys want to add to the topic? Can't think because no. it, it's obviously it'll be tournament of power related, so yeah. Well, yeah, right. there's no one else it, I can it, really think of off the top of my head. Yeah, um, it just especially... comes down to which part it's from, or is it like just yeah. the whole thing, or is it just like oh, it's that fight itself or that part of the uh, tournament, like the end part only. Mm. So it's going to be a interesting one. Yeah, because okay. obviously Blue Evolution and the um, UI happen so late towards the end, it would make sense for the side units to fit that part as well. But I guess, I guess they don't have to be restricted to that. But um, it'd be interesting to see because obviously they as the super attacks have gotten better and new units have come out, new mechanics and stuff, obviously we see the sort of like repeats of the same type of units. I wonder if we'd ever get some um, other variation on 
like the Goku and Frieza, maybe like with 18 actually in the card. Because like we're at the point where the super attack animation would pretty much just be that entire like last clip from the end of the thing, which would be pretty crazy to see in game. Okay, so yeah, let's talk about Platinum's question next. What are guys' expectations for 2021 from Dokkan? For example, better communication with the player base, better pacing of content for celebrations, or making joint celebrations more meaningful. So, um, yeah, Gail, go ahead. What are better your... pacing for content, 100%. I mean, after that disaster fiasco with the worldwide celebration of part one, where everything came in the countdown, but nothing was there for part one, <laughs> they need to learn how to pace their content a lot better now. I mean, you've had five years in the... You, you're approaching six years. This is your sixth year anniversary and you're still confused on how to pace your content is just abysmal in my opinion. So hopefully this year is much, much better. Um, and this is their first test with the sixth year anniversary, honestly. Anyone yeah, else? it's one of those... I think that's one of those things where it's... Uh... Because the question is, what is our expectations? Because like basically everything that he mentions as an example is something that obviously I would like to see. But in terms of what I actually expect, um, one of the things that we did talk about and I think is still probably unknown because we've talked about it a few podcasts over the last uh, few months is obviously with everything going on in the world and how that may have potentially affected um the game and things being developed and stuff obviously that's still ongoing so it's still we still don't really know how like what kind of effect that could have um because yeah it would be it definitely would be nice to see all of those sort of things but i don't know if i would necessarily say especially in early 2021 that i expect that stuff to happen um but like gail said obviously the timing I guess it's kind of bad considering everything that's going on. But yeah, it's like the six year anniversary. So that's the time when you really want um, everything to be going right and on track. So hopefully it will be. It'll my be expectations... interesting. Oh, I was going to say my expectations are more fusions. <laughs> I think hey, that's that 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 <laughs> We still have <laughs> until March for one year of only fusions, literally all the fusions to come out. <laughs> Got to do it again next year or this year. Got to do it again next year. Yeah. I was just going to say that um, I think we talked about it a few podcasts ago about how um, it felt like after the fourth year or so, like, or maybe halfway going into fifth year that it felt like a lot of things were different um, in terms of either how units were made or how celebrations were handled and everything. I mean, I think for the most part, a lot of people agree that the fourth year anniversary in terms of content was better, not only paced, but just simply better overall than the fifth year. Um, at least I still personally think that. Um, and I do wonder if it comes down to that change in positions that happened where like one of the leads of Dokkan or something like that went over to a different game and it was replaced with somebody else. And you can kind of tell that maybe they're not as obviously um, well adapted to it. And it is not unfortunately really improved as much. And so I do, I do wonder sometimes if that maybe has some consequences to it and if maybe that's just going to simply follow into how six year is and everything because i mean i mean you got they got to do better than fifth year they get they got to do with yeah. in terms of the pacing and everything so um what we'll, we'll have to wait and see so all right let's move on to the final question of the day from uh Zerali. i hope i pronounced that right so it says, do you think we will ever get into the matter of having category leaders with 170% to stats and a specific 
color type boost as well, giving a benefit for the category and color of the same type. For example, all odd struggle category, key plus three, 170% to HP attack defense and physical type keep uh, 40% to HP attack and defense. So yeah, how would you like that, Ning? And uh, why don't you take mm. this one? Um, well, so one thing we've seen, so with the uh, with the Janemba and the Pycon, I really like um, the fact that we have, obviously they have a category lead and then a now slightly better updated uh, super and extreme type lead. So this is something that I could definitely see happening. Um, obviously not going to, you know, drill into it too much, but for in the example that's shown in the question, I don't, I think 40% is obviously way too low at this point. I don't think there'd be, there would be no reason essentially to bring a unit on that team, like you, unless you literally had, didn't have enough all out struggle units. But yeah, now that they've done it with considering super and extreme as a sub lead, it's obviously really good because it's very, very broad. Um, yeah, I've, they could quite easily start giving units like a category and then um, like a monotyping, maybe like 120% or something like that. And then it no, would still well, be... No, 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 oh, no, no, no. He's, no, saying, he's yeah. saying if you're in the category and you're that typing, you get the extra 40% boost. So oh, it 210% instead of 178% only. So, so if you're a physical and all-out okay. struggle category unit, it's 210% HP attack and defense. Ah, okay. Yeah, I misunderstood the question. Hmm. That, that actually could be quite interesting. Um... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it'd be nice. We obviously want them to try out new things. I don't know how they'd have. You'd have to balance it, I guess, well enough. But yeah, that could certainly be interesting. I think the only problem is right now in the game. I mean, apart from extreme SBR, we don't have that many events to require that high of a boost right now. Um, however, we are. I mean, right now we know we've been complaining about them just adding categories needlessly, special poses being one of them and stuff mm -hmm. like that. It would be nice if they try something new with categories and stuff like that if they don't want to ever get out of the me the whole meta of categories or category leaders. But I don't know. What do you what what do you guys think, Guresh? Yeah, I think because I think I actually talked about this a few months ago, um, potentially being like the next route they go down after the category sort quote unquote meta is over. I don't know, again, I don't know the numbers about, like, how, how which number is too high. I think 40% would be a little too high. Mm -hmm. um, because at this point, I think they understand after the whole category meta first came out back in, what was it, 2017 or whatever it was, um, that they need to stop power creeping the game from leader skills, and they should start power creeping the game from just individual units being better. Mm. Um, so I don't know if they're going to go down this path or not, but I think if you were going to be like, okay, what is the best way to sort of, like, move on from the current leader skill meta i think this might be one of the better ways to but i don't again i don't know how it would fare in the current environment of the game true true of anything you would like to add here um do you like that idea or not how would you design that yeah it'd be cool um i personally would still just like to see them do more stuff like angel gold and frieza than even like messing around with colors and stuff like that. Like there's yeah. just so much like yeah. heroes. Mm -hmm. in A lot of these teams just so limited, just really start making creative, like dual category leaders and mm -hmm. really start adding some variety to that. I think that's probably a better way to go about it. 
Yeah, hundred percent. Because that's the best thing about. Well, I say the best thing. One of the best things about the freezer and the like the tech transforming Vegeta is just having the combination of those two categories together. Um, so hopefully we could see that like with the six year LRs maybe because obviously like categories like representatives of Universe Seven is quite small and quite restricted. So it'd be good to have a unit that has that category plus then another category that is a little bit more diverse um and then yeah it helps you out because like certain units that are only on like very small categories as their main teams obviously don't see as much use um so i think that's a good way to keep that meta going if they don't want to transition into something completely different is rather than just keep adding new categories like give us really interesting combinations of the categories that exist already Okay, so yeah, that concludes the questions. And yeah, that would also conclude our podcast. Yeah, Dragon Ball Z, Dokkan Battle Podcast, episode 16, A Stone in the Wind. And yeah, I thank you guys very much for yeah attending this podcast, listening to our thoughts here. And um, yeah, we would be back with episode 17 next week. And until then, definitely check us out on social media, on our public Discord server. We have a lot of stuff planned there. Yeah, we have a community talk in store for you where you can voice your feedback and talk to your favorite content creators. And yeah, as we, or well, as I said at the beginning, make sure to check out our tier list series for Dragon Ball Z Dokkan Battle. Something similar will come for Dragon Ball Legends. So definitely check us out on YouTube and yeah, don't miss our uploads. And um, yeah, thank you, Hydros, for supporting today's podcast again. Without you, that would not be possible. So, um, yeah. Guys, have a great day. We will see you next week. Bye-bye.